0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, the Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. is Matt Mosley. And uh,
1: greetings to everyone as we get rolling on this Tuesday. Been a holiday weekend, long weekend. We worked Friday. We did not work yesterday. And a lot has happened since we last were in touch. Now, Friday... We had all kinds of stuff going on. We had Gary Patterson on. Matthew Meyer came on here and made his decision uh, live on the air. I mean, I think he'd already made the decision, but he announced it uh, on our show, which was really cool. And in case you didn't get to hear some of that, we may uh, we may let you sample some of that at about 5:20 today. But um, and and I do want to say before I move on to anything else, we will have Scott Drew. Baylor basketball coach will join us at five o'clock today. Aaron uh, Sexton uh, with us as always, and Aaron, you, um, I, I'm, sh- I'm sure have seen the news that the Bears and the Zags will be playing on December second, two thousand twenty-two. This coming December, Bears and Zags, and the. There was supposed to be an epic matchup to take place that one year, and, of course, it didn't happen. And I think that was that same year that the Bears ended up winning the national title over the Zags, and this is going to be a fun, fun matchup. And then Aaron will have some news for you at uh, Campus Confidential. The uh, Zags just got some good news on who is coming back to their program. Uh Aaron, I'll tell you who it's not. It's not the big 7-1 guy. Okay. He's he's gonna Drew stay teaming. because what's it? No, no, not Drew Tilly. Oh, oh, Holmgren,
2: uh, yeah. Chet Holmgren.
1: Yeah, Chet Holmgren. No, he's not he is, coming uh, back. He is uh he is gone and he is probably a top two pick, certainly top three pick, maybe number one overall. Chet Holmgren. But uh they do have a player, Rasir Bolton, who is going has chosen to come back. Uh, Aaron will have more on that and several other things in campus confidential. Now we appreciate everybody who's a part of this. We appreciate Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep Ram. What an unbelievable job they do. And uh, uh boy, Memorial Day. They just kept it rolling. And while other people sometimes struggle with inventory, uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, uh, Ram, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, just continues to roll out there. And they do an incredible job in their service area, 55,000 square feet of service area. Thank you, Ted Teague. Thank you for what you do. And also, I I would be remiss if I didn't say on this Tuesday, UBO Business Services, UBEO.com. That's UBEO.com. Sean Hunt and his team do an incredible job all through Central Texas. They match up favorably. With all the big boys, and if your business needs help as far as uh, streamlining things, your copier services, your paper, you're your trying to uh, uh, make sure you're doing right by all your employees, UBO Business Services. Again, that's ubeo.com, and we're proud of our association with them, as well as our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. Aaron, I hope you are rested. You had a good holiday weekend. I think you were mostly going to be spending some time off. You did have to come in and do some Rangers games. Aaron, for our audience that maybe did not monitor every moment of the Rangers. When we last left off, Rangers had done some really good things against Oakland. And then they uh lost that last game in a tough, tough form. They they ended up losing a game six five they had the lead and they couldn't bring it home and they were booting a lot of balls there was a bunch of uh there were a bunch of errors in that game uh Aaron you were uh likely uh having to produce some of these rangers games did the rangers through memorial day weekend how did they fare did they did they kind of hang in there and do their thing
2: still rolling they uh
1: wow picked up a wow
2: win over the uh, rays last night which included well, It's going to be the catch of the year by Eli White. He robbed, uh, he robbed one of the rays of a home run. It's, it's the best, or one of the best, actually, it's I think it's the best home run robbery I've seen in a Major League Baseball game. It's an incredible catch. He goes about, I don't know, it looks like about three feet over the wall to bring it back in.
1: Wow. Wow, I love that. So the Rangers, who were climbing when we last met, were climbing toward 500 um are right there in the mix and doing their thing so good for the Rangers now Aaron we also had some breaking news and we'll continue to talk about that in fact uh, we got Matt Wilson coming on with us in just a little bit and I believe he was the first to put it out there Drake Toll uh is um also jumped in there and had a lot of information on this Aaron I had gone to a Memorial Day um uh, it was a, a pay tribute to our fallen soldiers and first responders, and it's called Carry the Load. And it's where people actually put backpacks on and, and, uh, and truly go out and march. They call it the Memorial Day March, but they go uh, all night, starts on about uh, 2 or 3 on Sunday evening and uh, ends up next day around noon. And so we went out there and took part in that, the ceremony and everything, and about the time I'm out there um the word starts breaking that Steve Rodriguez is out as the Baylor coach now people ask me well Matt what does this mean you know this is cuz they uh Steve was given the opportunity to resign and say hey he's going to you know make the decision to step away from the program these decisions aren't normally um you know you don't get to just walk away after 7 years i mean you can and I've, we've seen coaches, I even saw that head football coach at Virginia truly walk away. This program was, um, I, I thought Steve had some really good moments, uh, but let's not pretend that, you know, it, this was Baylor uh, looked at the program, did not uh, like the direction, and were needing a change. And Steve was uh, re- uh, stepped down. Um, is it a firing? What you can call it, what you want, uh, but it—it it certainly. Um, I think Steve said it. You know, at the at his last press conference, he said, "Hey, I'm paid to coach. Max paid to Mac Rhodes is paid to pick coaches, and in this case, Max decided to pick a new coach." Now, I, I first a word before we start, Aaron. There's going to be an opportunity to talk about potential replacements and all of that. But Steve was great to this show, great to our program. Uh, Simcox and I, when we were on together, and then Aaron joined me, uh, you know, recently. And Steve always was great. He made himself accessible, accessible, and um, he was uh, he was extremely pleasant to deal with. Uh, good guy, I, I, you know, really good fit at Baylor. I mean, did so many good things. And, and quite honestly, Aaron, we're talking about. 2017 coach of the year into big 12 2018 they win a big 12 championship all right so and and it's their first one now i mean i think they've won tournaments along the way or whatever but i mean this was a big moment for the bears 2019 they go to the ncaa regionals three straight years pandemic hits in 2020 21, all sorts of issues rallied, get back, and then the pandemic hits them a little bit again late in the season. So there were some things that were out of Steve's control. One of the things that occurred this past season, Aaron, that that I think probably helped precipitate some of this, it, just the crowds were not good out there. The, there was not much enthusiasm around the program Part of that happens when you start losing ball games. They had a horrible bullpen situation. Get away from them against TCU. Had a great chance to win that series. And the bullpen coughed up a couple of leads there. And the bullpen, it became a theme. Even in the Big 12 uh, championships, it reared its ugly head again. Ty, uh, Tyler Thomas, really, really good uh, uh, T Tom, they call him T Toms. Uh, tremendous pitcher. He gets hurt later on in the year, so a lot of things went against them. The big rig, um, uh, Rigney, really nice. Uh, Will Rigney, good pitcher, great young prospect for the Bears, um, and and he gets hurt. They so they had starting pitching issues. They finally got Blake Helton at the end of the year healthy. And he would have been a tremendous help. Blake Helton went out, I think, in the first game of the season. Finally, worked his way back in that Texas series. We talked to Steve. Our last conversation with him was with him, as he went to Austin. I, I, I do want people to know I reached out to Steve today to give him this forum. He's been great to us. I want to be there for him. I do not want to be. What, there are people in the in the in the media that have stuff to do with Baylor, that the minute somebody's fired or gone, they kind of turn on them, and they don't care anything about them, and they kind of move on. We're not like that. You know, we like Steve, and Steve was great to us. And so I wanted to give Steve that forum to come on today. He he just felt that it was best to, to not speak at this time. There might be a time when it's appropriate to have Steve on. Who knows what will happen uh, down the road. But for now – uh, and I think that's totally understandable. Now, um, Mac Rhodes um, just got word that Mac will be on with us later in the week. He's got Big 12 meetings. We reached out to Mac to try to have him on uh, previously scheduled Big 12 meetings. He'll go into his bunker to try to hire a baseball coach. You know how he does it, Aaron. We saw how he did with the football coach. You, you don't see him for a while. And then all of a sudden he emerges. The smoke clears. And there's a new coach. Um, I have been told that it was conveyed to the players that about two to three weeks. Okay, this is about how long the process will take. Now, if there could be somebody that they're thinking about hiring, that's part of the College World Series or part of the Super, um, you know, as as far as the the Super Regional. I mean, there's a lot of um stuff that could happen so they may find somebody but not be able to announce it for a little while uh and and i think there's a lot of stuff in play here i'm already hearing some of the names but i just wanted to take some time to to say i, I just had a real appreciation for steve and and we developed kind of a, a fun friendship i've got a few of those at, uh, with the coaches at baylor scott certainly one of them scott drew Uh, Mike McGraw, the Baylor golf coach, and and Steve Rodriguez, very similar. Um, Steve came in from the West Coast. He'd had a really nice run at Pepperdine, and he quickly tried to get things going with the Bears. And I think he did a nice job. I really do. He won a lot of games. And he followed a coach who had had a great run of success, but things had gotten away from Steve Smith. Why is that? Well, probably part of it was – the, that he and, and Mitch Thompson split up. Oh, there's other news. Mitch Thompson's name will come up for this job. Mitch Thompson. Um, and by the way, his his brother's name may come up as well, who is a uh, his younger brother is a assistant coach at Arkansas and uh, and he was he's been a great up and coming coach as well. but Mitch and MCC did get beat yesterday. And I think that last I think the score on that Aaron ended up being 10 to eight. man, we were hoping that Lark would be out there in Grand Junction right up until the championship on June 4th. Unfortunately, we're not even to June 1st yet. and, um, and, and that's what happens, man. if you lose early, you go in that loser's bracket. It's tough. They lost that, they won the second game, I believe, and then it was that third game. And and they get beat ten to eight. These things are not easy, okay. Just because you won it the year before doesn't mean you're going to go out there and win the thing. And those other teams are great too, and they end up losing ten to eight. And uh, but I tell you, I'm just so proud of MCC, both this softball and the baseball programs. Coach Barry, uh, Coach Thompson. We'll get Coach Barry on because uh, extremely. Proud of the women who get to the, uh, the national title game, the, uh, the national women's JUCO uh, championship game. Um, and then, of course, we have all kinds of stuff going on with Crawford and Bosqueville. And uh, Lorena's been heavily involved. I'm trying to remember, Aaron, did I see Lorena? I think Lorena came up short over the weekend. I was just thinking of all our people valley mills has been involved franklin i mean just some tremendous uh lake belton uh uh you know we just had some great great uh teams that have been involved in baseball and softball and uh and then we'll continue to be the station where you listen to boskeyville and then over on our star station um that's where you've been listening to crawford and uh, i think uh I think it's great. Love it. Love it. And if those softball or baseball teams, uh, Aaron, need our air, if they want to carve up our air time, I will stand aside because I do love our local teams, and I appreciate everything they've accomplished, and I appreciate what Tom and Ward have been doing on Aboskeville and Crawford. So lots to to get to today. But, again, in the opening, I just wanted to say – that I, I really felt like um, I I felt like Steve Rodriguez did a nice job. This was a tough year. They were eighth in the conference. They were seven and seventeen. Too many of these games they weren't competitive in. The Texas series comes to mind. Uh, they did win a huge comeback, great game against Oklahoma State. I I get the sense from doing some follow up work. Mac and in his crew, they've been taking an extremely close look at, at the program. I think they talked to some of the leaders of the team. They and then uh, they you know and then they they've been communicating with everybody and felt like it was time to move on. Okay, so I just want to keep it real here because I don't I don't think you know sometimes we can go oh okay, we we appreciate and I do think Baylor appreciates Steve. In a big way, and what he accomplished. But Steve was not ready to leave Baylor. He wanted he, the job was not finished in his mind, and now he'll hopefully have other opportunities at other places. Will that be as an assistant? Will that be a head coach somewhere? We shall see. Because Aaron, I think I looked earlier. Twenty-two openings, twenty-two openings in college baseball, and I think that's I think we're talking about all Division One programs. 22 openings is what I think I saw Kendall Rogers have earlier today. Aaron, Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball, he was going to have a list of replacements. Uh, We'll release the Matt Mosley Show uh, list later in today's program. Aaron, you feel free, by the way, if you've got a couple you want to throw out there. um, I think you have an affinity for the Thompson family. So, Aaron, I want you to present the case for... um, for Mitch and his brother, okay, e- either Thompson, okay, would be would be great choices. But we will be presenting this as the day unfolds. Now, the guy who started the, the process yesterday, now Baylor was going to make a big announcement and all that kind of stuff, but I started kind of seeing it all, and then I, I like to do other research and see who had it first, and the man who I believe put it out there first joins us next
3: your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group.
4: Since 1949, the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at NitscheGroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the Nichigroup.com.
5: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Another sticky evening here in Central Texas. We'll see clouds increase overnight with lows dropping to 76 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies in the morning. Could see a sprinkle or two and then decreasing clouds in 93 by the afternoon. And on Thursday, a cold front moves through and partly to mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers and storms and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com. For any changes,
4: Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris,
3: weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
2: At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101
7: or ubeo.com.
8: The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. In my podcast, Your Money and a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a qa and a style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money and a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
3: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
4: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez announced his resignation after seven seasons as the Bears' head coach. Arizona Cardinals cornerback Jeff Gladney was killed in a car accident yesterday morning outside of Dallas. He was 25. MCC baseball is out of the World Series, losing to the Cali Tigers 10 to 8. NBA Finals are set: Boston at Golden State. Game one Thursday night. Five teams from the Big 12 in the NCAA baseball tournament: Texas, TCU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State all made the tournament. Rangers trying to get to 500, hosting the Tampa Bay Rays tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford softball in the 2A semifinals with Weimer this afternoon, and you can catch that game over on 104.9 FM Sports Center every 20 minutes,
3: only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: On oh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, on a Tuesday, coming back from Memorial Day, we're dragging a little bit. It's okay, things will pick up here. Uh, and uh, we had a lot to a lot that happened over the weekend, and and uh, we'll continue to talk about it. And Matt Wilson joining us now. Our Daily Bears is where you can read his work. And um, Matt, I take it. You're not always out there just desperately trying to break news, but man, you put a you put a tweet out, um, and uh I, I would say it, you know, kind of spread very, very quickly. I happened to be out at a Memorial Day event and suddenly I'm kind of reacting to this, uh, that Steve Rodriguez had stepped down in his role. I'm reading how you wrote it, as the Baylor baseball head coach, and by the way, that ended up being how Baylor presented it as well. So I think you were, you were on target there, Matt. Uh, good to have you, by the way, and uh, and congratulations on your uh, on your scoop.
9: Hey, I appreciate it, Matt. I, I'd say my goal most of the time, much like Eli Drinkwitz today, my goal is to not say anything ridiculously stupid so I don't get yelled at i have
1: like not doing that. some
9: breaking news most of the time, but uh, it, this was becoming more and more apparent, I'd say starting about a month, month and a half ago. And uh just so happened that yesterday
1: was the day. Okay, and so you had been on point here. Uh, the rumblings that had kind of started, had you, you had some kind of sense, Matt, I don't think you mind talking about this, but that the players, there was some there were some, uh, you know, even earlier in the season that maybe there was some unease and some, uh, and, and, and you kind of, like you said, you decided to, to maybe hold off. But I guess when you when you got tipped off that it actually happened, it doesn't sound like you were all that surprised, were you?
9: No, it, 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 it had been a situation brewing, I'd say,
4: um,
9: more... More intensely since the West Virginia series. I think about a month ago, it, it became pretty apparent that Steve Rodriguez had, I don't know if lost the locker room is the correct phrase, but it's the closest one that I can come up with right now. You have a situation where it's come out in a couple different places where, you know, roughly 15 or so players were ready to transfer. I'll put it that way. And you pair that with, the team losing to Dallas Baptist, getting swept by West Virginia, and then pairing that with the season overall with only one conference series win, it was a rough situation. And uh, I I think with Matt Rhodes being the performance-minded individual that he is and creating the culture of success within the athletics department, it it kind of made sense that it happened. I don't know that it was... uh, very apparent to me that it was going to happen
1: this quick, but that's what it is. Well, you don't want to leave anybody dangling out there. Uh, and, and so it did something. You needed some closure on this, and, and that's an interesting thing. I had heard something, you know, in the exit interviews. And now there's always some disgruntled players. I mean, it would have been fascinating, wouldn't it, to have seen. I, I, if, if if you had had several departures, um, the coaching staff, if they had have stayed, would have out been out there bringing in a bunch of people. I mean, they probably would have had all kinds of transfers, and so uh, it would have been fascinating to see. But maybe it was time, and I think Mac wanted to talk to some of these team leaders and see kind of what was uh, what was going on. You know, with the with the program. You know, from your standpoint, Matt, did you and you've monitored this thing. The pitching, you know, you had some injuries that had happened. I think there was a case to be made giving Steve another season. What I don't – I think this portal thing has sped everything up. If you – like, for instance, at Auburn, I think that coach in football had lost a bunch of people, but he's got some enormous buyout. College baseball, of course, even though Steve had some years left on his contract, there's not some kind of enormous buyout. So maybe you can – Move on a little quicker. Um, do you sense? I, I I just think it was about more than the losses. Although, if they're seventeen and seven instead of seven and seventeen in conference, I don't think we're having this conversation today.
9: I I think you're correct. Uh, maybe even slightly better standings within the conference. Maybe you know the first five or so teams out of the tournament maybe this looks different, but you, you look at the decision made by, I I keep drawing parallels between the decision that coach Aranda made with moving in a totally different direction immediately with his staff. I, I think that's more cultural than just an isolated incident. You look at other decisions made where you're, you're cutting ties where it looks to be a situation that is degenerating rather than ramping up in terms of quality. And it seems like the individuals in this athletic department are very willing to make a decision rather than letting it draw
1: out. Yeah, I think I think that's right, and and, uh, and, and that that you know and, and by the way the uh, the the you know the the relievers the fact that they could not get one of those games home early it happened I think twice in that early TCU series. It, it it went on for I don't know how many weeks. They finally steadied it a little bit. But this was a coach that had been blessed with some great relievers. And let's not just say he'd been blessed. Let's give he, he and his staff credit for developing some of those guys. But, you know, Jimmy, Winston, I mean, I'm, I I was thinking the other day, I mean, they had three. You go back to Montemayor, um, Montana. I mean, that, that, there were some really good pitching some really good relievers during this seven-year period of time it was just crazy wasn't it matt to to get stuck in a situation where you just couldn't find anything that worked and and i think i think there was and steve kept trying and kept plugging away but it had to be a helpless feeling for him uh, as that was all happening
9: I I think you were exactly correct with the way you phrased that. It it feels helpless. And when something feels helpless like that, if you know that there are potentially geographically other very close options to lead your program in a different direction or just be a different voice, then that offers other alternatives that are easily accessible. Right. And and I imagine we'll talk about some of the names that will come up Mm -hmm. here in the next week or so uh, here pretty soon, but You you look at recruiting and recruiting, you know, was fine, but there was a lot of different recruiting decisions made than some other Texas baseball coaches would make. Um, That plus some of the in-game decisions, and I think that this team just wasn't responding to the level that their talent indicated they should. And at that point, you have to look at the coaching staff and. It's not a very fun conversation to have all the time, but um, it's a decision that was made by a pretty successful athletic director at this point.
1: Yeah, he does. he's earned some credibility. Uh, talking to Matt Wilson from Our Daily Bears about uh, – uh, and you can read. I know you all have got something coming up, and it's going to be a um, – uh, and I'll let you tout that a little bit, but it's going to be a report. You're going to have a, several names. I've got a few names I'm going to throw out later in the show. Matt, that's a tease. That's why you should be by the dial, you know, as the program unfolds at maybe 440. But it's, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's And it'll be, won't it be fascinating to see? He goes with a big-time assistant in Dave Aranda, goes to DBU for the soccer coach. I mean, people immediately think of that DBU coach, Dan Hefner, uh, for this job, Dan Heefner's done an unbelievable job at DBU. Baylor was interested in him when they hired Steve. Uh, again, that's not the regime that hired. Uh, that was the previous regime that hired Steve Rodriguez. And so this is Mac. This is going to be his hire. And do you, what's your gut tell you, Matt? The, um, the Are you thinking a, a hot assistant from a, From a uh, from an SEC school, I mean, I think this is a really good job. Even though recruiting to a private school is tough, I mean, we all know that because again, you're 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 not covering the whole scholarship, and you're bringing them to a place where it's very expensive to go to school. So it takes a creative person. You know, Mitch and Steve did it really, really well. For a long time, about the time you were getting out of school at Baylor, was uh, the heyday of Baylor baseball uh, with Steve Smith and what he was doing. They had a great team. I believe it was 2012. So you remember some of those days. Now, what is your gut telling you on the direction they go? I'm not saying you have to give me the name, but what type of person um, do you think they're, they're looking for to fill this role?
9: Well, I I think you really need to hone in on somebody who can recruit Texas, well, specifically to a private school. And, man, wouldn't it be great if there was somebody nearby that had a history with Baylor potentially, was a great recruiter, had past success, and all that success being in Texas for the most part, um, potentially maybe within the Waco area, right? And, And Mitch Thompson being, of course, who we're speaking about there. But if you could go out and interest of Sean Allen to Texas potentially, right? A lot of success with Texas and with David Pierce and his staff, maybe a Greg Anderson at Tennessee, um, maybe a Scott Berry at Southern Miss, right? And, and it all kind of depends on what Mac is looking for, but man, it, it, it certainly seems like there is a pretty good fit with Mitch Thompson. That's as far as I'm willing to speculate because I, I Need to talk to a couple more people to understand a little bit more of the ins and outs, but man, it seems like a really good fit right
1: out of the box. Yeah, this is talk radio. Don't be afraid to speculate, okay? <laughs> don't don't give me that riderly uh I've gotta go talk to I've gotta go think about this hey. and hold up with yeah, my thoughts. I don't know
9: a whole lot, that's
1: why. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. We uh, we um appreciate you uh being on with us, Matt, and uh, and I, you know, it's never fun. You're a Baylor fan. I'm a Baylor fan. I, we both graduated from Baylor. You hate to see it, especially someone you like. And uh, I think a lot of people in our in this program, and especially those in the media, those of us that knew Steve, really liked Steve and and liked a lot of you know. I, and I think he loved it here, and he he grew to love Baylor. But again, it's it's if the AD didn't hire you. Watch out yeah. when things go south a little bit. You know, if the AD does hire you, you're gonna, you know, he's gonna. It's it just makes sense. It's like when Jerry Jones drafts all these people or makes a free agent decision or whatever. He's gonna give it every chance to get it right. But again, this was not a Mac Rose. Now that doesn't mean Mac didn't support Steve and want Steve to succeed. I'm just saying there's a maybe a little bit more of a uh, – uh, I, I think you can cut ties quicker when it, when somebody yeah. else made the hire.
9: Absolutely. And I, I truly do believe this is a situation where there's no genuine ill will between the two gentlemen. It's speculation on my part, but I, I think I speak for a lot of the fan base where we want Steve Rodriguez to go have a great career and continue to be successful. It was just time for a shift in voice or a shift in approach to recruiting – However, you want to hone in on the different reasons why this didn't work out. I, I think both sides want the other to succeed.
1: All right, Matt, it's good to visit with you. I see you out there on social media, Matt is Bear. It's an interesting approach to your handle, but M A T T I S B E A R. And so I'm sort of glad. I've just sort of always known of this Matt is Bear. And, he has interesting stuff on social media, so I kind of always uh, enjoy getting to know the actual person behind the uh, Twitter handles. So good stuff, Matt. Appreciate you. And, uh, and by the way, uh, you did not say anything ridiculous, okay? So you, uh, Hey, you, uh, that's a win. Yeah, yeah, I promise I will before the day is over, but uh, you did fine. All right, Matt, appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, take care. All right, Matt Wilson. Our Daily Bears. And uh, Matt was the first guy to put it out there. And so when someone is the first person to break a story, as an old journalist myself, I like to track them down and give them the proper credit. Uh, All right. It is um, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. Aaron's uh, put together quite a campus confidential. Some very interesting stuff going on in the world of college athletics. That is next recently on Game Time. From the podcast, Locked on Big 12, we say hi to Josh Neighbors.
10: You could sell me on probably six iterations of the Big
9: 12 championship, and I wouldn't be shocked. Texas OU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor-Oklahoma State rematch. I think that's the one amazing thing about this league going into 2022. This could definitely be the most competitive power five league out there.
3: Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central
0: Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show returns Saturday, June 4th and June 5th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show. June 4th 9 to 5 and June 5th 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event
4: Center.
11: Boys.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and
6: lubricant. They are a Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook.
3: This is, this is ESPN Central Texas.
7: Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour in Beast of the Zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely.
11: The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment.
10: Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides with their two locations in Hewitt and Waco. drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options and new hours uncle dan's is sure to be a central texas favorite specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only 809 with beef and rip plates only a dollar more on mondays buy one get one half off for texas taters on tuesday and prime beef brisket on fridays come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home espn radio
4: sports center I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez announced his resignation after seven seasons as the Bears head coach. Arizona Cardinals cornerback Jeff Gladney was killed in a car accident yesterday morning outside of Dallas. He was 25. MCC baseball is out of the World Series, losing to the Cali Tigers 10 to 8. NBA finals are set. Boston at Golden State, game one Thursday night. Five teams from the Big 12 in the NCAA baseball tournament, Texas, TCU, Texas Tech. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State all made the tournament. Rangers trying to get to 500, hosting the Tampa Bay Rays tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford softball in the 2A semifinals with Weimer this afternoon, and you can catch that game over on 104.9 FM. Sports Center,
3: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Oh, it is Matt Mosley, Aaron Sexton, alongside, as always, a reminder, Scott Drew, the man himself, will be on with us at five o'clock to talk about a big matchup that was announced. The Zags and the Bears. Getting together at the Pentagon. I love this. Not that one. Not that one. This one's in South Dakota. I don't. You know, her DC Pentagon
2: has a pretty sweet basketball arena,
1: though. They should play there. They should play in DC. (laughs) Drain the swamp. All right, um, Aaron. Let's um, let's uh, let's talk about what's going on in college athletics because it's been a lively. Usually during the Memorial Day weekend, kind of a sleepy time. But um, due to certain events, there were a lot of things going on. What do you have for us today, sir?
2: We talked about it in the last segment, but Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez resigned yesterday, four days after the Bears were eliminated from the Big 12 Conference Tournament and finished with a losing record for the year. They were 26-28 and 28 this year and uh, ended with that 11-1 loss to Oklahoma State. Last week, Rodriguez was Big 12 Coach of the Year in 2017 when the Bears made their first of three consecutive NCAA regional appearances. They won their only Big 12 tournament title in 2018 under Rodriguez. Rodriguez was the Baylor head coach for seven years. Before that, he was at Pepperdine from 2004 to 2015 where he had eight NCAA tournament appearances. Some of the names being mentioned in a few of the articles that I read Dallas Baptist, Dan Hefner, Texas State, Steve Trout, and MCC head coach, and former Baylor assistant, Mitch Thompson.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm liking the names. I mean, Hefner is an obvious fit, obvious choice. Mitch would be great, too. Now, Mitch's younger brother is an assistant at Arkansas. And uh, so let's, um, I mean, let's keep, Let's keep him in mind as well. I mean, you know, either, either Thompson would be, uh, would be pretty good. I was looking here for. I saw some names earlier. Oh, these were some. Uh, these are some names that uh, one of our great listeners uh, and friends provided. This is. I'll just call him the man who knows things. And Aaron. Rick McCarty out at uh, Abilene Christian used to be part of that DBU program. He's done wonders at ACU. Interesting name. At Tennessee, where they love their baseball, have great crowds, great support, there's an assistant named Josh Ellender. That's an interesting one. Now, the, the Thompson I spoke of, now Mitch is awesome, and Mitch already has ties to the Baylor program, but that's Nate Thompson. Okay, he's at Arkansas. What a program. What a program. They spent $28 million there recently on some kind of a, a player development center. $28 million for the baseball program. And I think the Bears are ready. I mean, obviously, Bears, will, they've had extensions to do for Mack and the president. I think they'll spend some money. They'll find some money to allocate i mean jeremy fudge just stepped up big time to help them out with their uh, the fudge uh, football operations center uh, somebody's going to step up and help out with baseball need to spend some more money now they have a pitching lab i think that's really nice love to get in there and look at the pitching labs aaron you know that i'd like to have like to get in there and see what i can find uh as you already said aaron Heefner is um uh, is certainly one to think about. I'm just thinking about these programs like Tennessee, Arkansas, LSU. Now, A and M, of course, is doing really well. Is there somebody that they want to think about that's a part, you know, attached to some of those SEC programs as an assistant? They struck gold with Dave Aranda as an assistant. Do you want to try to nail down one of these great young assistants? The one thing I can tell you, Aaron, is the players. When, when asked, you know, for their feedback, and again, this will be just part of the thing. Uh, Mac will take it into consideration. They really wanted a youthful coach who has a lot of energy. Now, Aaron, does that rule out guys our age? <laughs> I'm <pretty> afraid <laughs> so. I don't know. I mean, you used know, to,
2: uh, you know, coaches our age were considered young, but yeah, now, you know, young is early 30s. <laughs> I in guess most I, I. don't know. It's really, you
1: know, a And M hired a guy that was right at fifty, and you know, right around fifty, fifty one, and he's doing a great job. Mitch is probably in his mid fifties, mid to late fifties, probably about fifty six years old. Um, I still think you can get great coaches at that age, but I think what the players have in mind, and and I also think it's interesting, Aaron, to think about. Like University of Texas has a volunteer coach Tulewitzki, Troy Tulewitzki who played for the Rockies, great player, Tulo they called him, and they love him, man, in Austin. And I think I think um, I think some of the uh, some of the players might love somebody like that. Does that need to be the head coach? I don't I don't know. I mean, you need to have someone, I feel like, that's, that's been in college baseball, has been around, knows the recruiting game, and it would be helpful not only to know how to recruit Texas, but to recruit for private schools. I think probably you heard uh, Matt Wilson talking about it. If you're going to criticize Steve, now he got plenty of players from the Houston area, San Antonio area, Dallas area. Let's not act like he didn't do well in Texas, but... I think he would sometimes fall back on his ties to the West Coast. Now, could you find some great players out there? You bet. You bet. But I think if you're going to do, if you're going to make hay uh, at Baylor, you want to hit all these surrounding cities and towns and everything from the area. And also, you know, some of these MCC kids are going where? Arkansas. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma. We had Hunter Grimes on the other day. And he was headed to, I mean, it, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing to see where all this is going. So we will, uh, we'll continue to monitor this for you.
2: In a rematch of the 2021 national championship game, Baylor and Gonzaga have scheduled a non-conference game for early December next season in men's basketball. The teams will play December second at the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Both teams are ranked in the top 10 of ESPN's latest way-too-early top 25 with Gonzaga checking in at 6 and Baylor at 7. This will be the first regular season game between the two teams since 2012. Baylor cruised to an 86-70 win in the 2021 National Championship game, while Gonzaga won 83-70 when the two teams faced each other in the second round of the 2019 NCAA Tournament. And we will talk about that game and... Much more involving the Baylor basketball program with Baylor head coach Scott Drew coming up next segment.
1: Well, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like when you do things like that. Get us ready for Scott Drew and everything that's going on with that. That is that's a fun deal, and uh, I was just looking at that. I'm glad you brought that up. I uh, We'll talk to Scott Drew about it. The 2021 National Championship rematch going down December 2nd, and uh, Bears the Zags, you know, Scott and uh, Mark Few are really good buddies, okay, they they like fishing, they like doing all that stuff together, and uh, so, um, can Scott take down the Zags without Jerome, Aaron, will that be a storyline, <laughs> no Jerome Tag, no, nah, they'll be okay, <clears throat> they're going to be, I find this interesting, um, the, one of the one of the game's most unique venues at the Sanford Pentagon. Aaron, had you heard of the Sanford Pentagon in South Dakota? I had not. Was that even on your radar?
2: It was not.
1: Okay. I want to hear more about the Pentagon. I mean, this is really, really cool stuff. And, again, Scott will be on with us in just a matter of moments. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and I like how they filled this out, this this press release here, because it was like Baylor is eighty one and thirteen over the last three seasons, second nationally to Gonzaga, which is ninety and seven in the same span. Aaron, they didn't win the national title, but they've gone ninety and seven. Now do they play as great a conference schedule? No. But that's still amazing. They play a, a tough non conference schedule, and that to me is just beyond belief that they'd be sitting there at 90-7. All right. Uh, Also, by the way, Baylor will make its debut playing as Team USA in the 2022 Global Jam. Aaron, don't don't let me forget to bring that up with Scott, which runs July 5th through the 10th at Toronto's Matami Athletic Center, and they spell their center in a weird fashion in Canada. But those are Canadians. They do that kind of thing. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? Oh, and by the way, Flagler. We can ask him about, golly, I'm thinking Mm -hmm. of all this stuff now. We got the Global Games, okay, and then we got Adam Flagler deciding to return, and then Matt Meyer uh, departing. Okay, we got to ask him about that as well, as well as this Gonzaga matchup. Okay, Aaron, we got plenty of stuff. All right, before we get to Scott, Aaron, one more. do You got you got anything else you could share with us? I do.
2: A quick one. Uh, speaking of Gonzaga basketball, they will have uh, senior Rasier Bolton when they play Baylor in non-conference. He has decided to return, withdraw from the NBA draft and return for his senior year. He averaged 11.2 points per game and uh, shot 46% from three-point range, so a big uh, a, a a big get for Gonzaga with uh, starting senior guard Racer Bolton returning for his senior year.
1: I, I had to kind of th- make sure I had the right guy um, because he's a he's an interesting guy. He's number forty-five for Gonzaga and he and he's just he's a shifty player. I like this guy uh, Bolton and and he and he he can hit the three. He'll he'll pull it from a long way out, but I'm a I'm a I'm a Rasier Bolton fan, and I think uh, I think our buddies can be uh, can be very excited at uh, at uh, I mean Gonzaga to get Rasier Bolton back. All right, we need to get ready for him. Baylor head coach Scott Drew joins us next.
3: ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM.
5: Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your
7: walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
3: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com.
7: Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did.
0: Coach's Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coach's Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coach's Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. Game time
3: weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
8: My house says
4: is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with durolite That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home Estimate. Universal Windows That's Universal Windows or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my
2: windows. They've got that brand new home effect.
9: Universal Windows Direct.
3: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, the Baylor Club. And UBO Business Services, and now here's Matt Mosley. Glad Scott
1: Drew could hear all those uh, all those sponsors know how popular the Matt Mosley show is. It's obviously why he wanted to be on today to reach such an enormous audience. Scott, uh, great to have you back. I was so excited to get to visit with you, and there's been a lot of news breaking around Baylor and your team. But today's news was very exciting with the uh, Gonzaga and the Bears. Uh, we got we well, yeah. lost one of those games a few years ago, and we were bummed yeah. about that. And then we beat them to win the national championship. Uh, th- this is going to be a lot of fun on December 2nd, and of all places, South Dakota. I, I- <laughs> I need you to explain why, where, because uh, that's. I think that's a, well, a very think, historical isn't that place. That
12: where you have your winter home, isn't that where you <laughs> have your winter home
1: at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love the ice fishing in South Dakota. Yeah, I, I had to question. I had to question the wisdom of a South Dakota visit on December second. But I am fascinated with the um, with the, uh, the the Sanford Pentagon. I mean, now, how yeah. long have you been aware of this? venue and and have you um have any of your teams uh have you have you been to this place before
12: no but the teams that have been up there really ran in and raved about uh uh, what a great venue it is and just uh how uh, how the fans really uh back whatever events there and i know they when covid uh battle for atlantis was canceled they had their event up there and uh again Um, From there on out, it it seems like uh, uh, each and every year they're going to have big events or big games because of the financial support, because of the uh, uh, fan interest, and in the great venue site. So it's a smaller venue, but uh, uh, any fans, Baylor fans that make it up there, they're going to love it because you're right there on top of the action. And obviously, uh, you got a great game. I mean, last time we faced each other, what was it, over 16 million people watched that game? Um, So uh, with Coach Few and uh, us, we have the same schedule and philosophy. You want to challenge yourself early and uh, get yourself ready for conference. And uh, these kind of matchups in the non-conference are what makes college basketball so exciting in the non-conference.
1: Do you set these things up when you and Coach Few are fishing together? Uh, Apparently... (laughs) You both share a love of fishing. Y'all have a, y'all developed a really neat friendship over the years. And uh, I know, think a lot of each other. Um, Do you, uh, I mean, when's the last time y'all were able to uh, uh, hang a lure out there together?
12: Well, unfortunately, because both of us uh, uh, live so far apart, uh, we we vicariously share fishing stories by the pictures we send each other. I think some of his (laughs) might be fake too, because them are pretty big fish. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, but, but, uh, uh, on a serious note, uh, um, I mean, Coach Jacobs uh, it, it, on our staff has been in both places. Um, rim, uh, who was on our staff played at Gonzaga Roger Powell, who worked with my brother on his staff is up at Gonzaga. Um, so just so many, uh, different, uh, uh, um, interactions between our staff. And at the end of the day, uh, Coach, Few, what I love about him is in the non-conference, they he, he'll play anyone, anywhere, anytime like we will. And really, when when the, when the COVID first hit, both of us wanted to schedule like a four-game pod to start the year and play everybody over that time. And I think uh, us in Zaga, Villanova, and Virginia were ranked like top four at that time or four of the top teams were like, let's get a pod and play it. And from there, we've just always talked scheduling. We've played some times before we've always had great games who scrimmaged against each other and one thing is win or lose you walk away a better team and whoever loses uh in the non-conference it, it definitely doesn't hurt your resume at all
1: i saw that razier bolton decided today to stay in school i think he saw this game was going to happen and he decided not to go to the nba and he decided he wanted to be a part of this thing at the pentagon
12: well i'm i'm, I'm sure uh uh People coming, uh, uh, Baylor and Gonzaga are excited about playing these kind of games and with the uh, it's a great venue and great turnout nationally televised. So um, I'm sure that probably had uh, something to, to influence him. And I know Gonzaga has a couple other players right now that still haven't made a decision. And maybe this comes into effect. Maybe it doesn't. But I know uh, uh, why Gonzaga's been good, why our program's been good. It hadn't been one player or two players. Um, it's been the culture and development of the program. So regardless who they have and uh, who we put out there, usually uh, it's a very competitive team.
1: Did you send coach few, one of your, uh, your new books that you, uh, that you wrote? Did you, uh, did you send him one at least? I mean, I know you've uh, you've been very generous.
12: I was waiting for you to let me know if it was worth sending to anybody. So I'm waiting for the official Matt Mosley book review. So, um have you have you read it yet have you had a chance to finish it
1: absolutely um but i i'm a tough critic. you know i'm i'm uh, i spent some time had an english minor i mean i i i can be a tough critic but i enjoyed it i enjoyed it It was a quick read uh and and of course i knew some of the stories but then some of the stuff i was like oh wow that's kind of cool i didn't know that yeah. so yeah yeah i think it's good i think you should send mark one i think he would enjoy it i'm sure uh if I recall correctly, I think Gonzaga makes an appearance in that book. He may not want to. <laughs> he may not want to relive that. Is the only problem. Yeah. Uh, talk, yeah. Talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I, it was exciting news, by the way, that uh, Adam Flagler decided to to uh, pull himself out of the NBA draft. And and I th- I think we we thought that was going to be the case, but but Scott, you never totally know. Uh, I know um, I know you got to be excited as a staff to get back such an incredible character guy, but also a heck of a player.
12: Absolutely. And uh, uh, again, uh, in the coaching profession, I mean, we're, we're a better team whenever our players come back and don't go to the draft. But at the same time, part of our job and part of the reason we attract such great players is we've had success of helping put people into the draft. So the good thing is, if good business is both of us benefit, meaning if they can be a first-round pick, get a three-year guaranteed deal, if if they can get drafted where they want, well, then it's good if they come out. And if they can't, it's, it's great as well because uh, college basketball is the second-best league in the country. And what I mean by that is, I mean, the way you travel with charters and uh, the, the fan support, the TV recognition uh, nowadays with NIL, I mean, it, it, it's it's a great opportunity for young people uh, that want to be in college and part of a program and grow their brand. And Adam's one of those guys that what makes him so special is, uh, as you know, one day when he's done playing, he wants to be a pediatrician, but he's got such a big heart, really cares about others, and uh, uh, is, is going to be a great leader, great teammate. And like you, probably uh, uh, in the book um, – it was an easier read for him. You know, us coaches, we use uh, uh, a lot easier words, smaller words. I joked that I, I was going to make a picture book, but Don Yeager helped put words in there. So um, you, you and you and Adam probably read it uh, at the same level and uh, uh, a lot more syllable words than, than we put out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's a compliment. When you say an easy read, you want, like as a longtime writer, uh, if the editor said to me, Mosley, that was a breezy read that is a big compliment for like a story that oh, I would have great. written yeah, i mean I, I you used to read a few of my stories back in the day i may I may need to get a few a few going again. uh it is Scott Drew joining us on the matt mosley show e s p in Central Texas. Now, I want you to explain something I, I still get asked a lot about this Matthew Meyer. He announced by the way, on our show the other day. Uh, that he was going to Illinois, and I and I thought that was a really uh-huh. neat thing. And he was extremely uh-huh. complimentary of you and the program. Um, that's a little bit strange when this happens, and I've tried to explain to people that he's, go, you know, y'all thought he's going to the NBA. You had to move on, yeah. get you know, uh, bring in people from the portal. You have people that play his position, but it's still Scott. That's when it, when he decides, hey, I want to play another year of college basketball. That that puts you in a really interesting spot can you walk us through kind of you know how you handle that with a player especially one that you love as much as you love Matthew yeah. Meyer
12: well and, that, and that's where like with uh, Matt I, the great thing is he's going to finish uh, his degree uh, this first summer session you will know, graduate as a Baylor grad and so excited for what he's achieved at Baylor um, degree in hand national championship back-to-back conference championships so He's really achieved a lot and uh, had a, a, a very storied career and he's matured and, and grown so much uh, during his time at Baylor and I know he's appreciative of that and I know we're appreciative of having him part of the program that's really with the, the timeline the way things are, are set up it makes it, it it makes it difficult because if you have three or four people looking at the draft and it, it, you have to make real-time decisions and what I mean by that is, People make decisions to come back. They make decisions to go out, and based on the intel you have, um, it, you, if you if you don't have, you don't sign any recruits, and all of a sudden you have four guys that go to the pros. Now you're you've got a team of eight or nine guys, and um, so you always got to. Uh, our job is to protect the program and uh, to the best ability. We, we got to make sure that we have players uh, that can reach our goals and and keep keep our culture and, and keep everything uh, uh, where we want it, and that's competing for championships and conference and nationally. So um, with with Matt, I know, uh, uh, again, he had to make a choice, and he um, and was somebody I, I was hoping would be uh, uh, drafted this year and a pro, but uh, uh, we're going to cheer for him as long as we don't play Illinois, so put it that way
1: yeah have have you seen this new he's calling it professional matt have you had a look at this new haircut that he's rocking now and he he i guess he decided to go to the summit or whatever some of these nba yeah. uh interviews he thought he should clean up a little bit how does it look yeah. is this look is this a whole new look that he has
12: yeah hey, you know uh um he came by the office today and i i was like who's the recruit out there and i mean You didn't recognize him. He looked 10 years younger and uh, uh, a lot more professional. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, like I said, we'll be cheering for him and uh, hoping the best for him. And I know uh, at the same time, we're really excited about the uh, the young men that we have that are going to represent Baylor University this year. And uh, I know that uh, they're going to work really hard this summer. And uh, um, with us having an opportunity to play in Toronto, uh, we'll give the guys that are new – an opportunity to put on a USA uniform and have a chance to win a, a gold medal and at the same time uh, get some uh, playing experience and the uh, defense uh, system. Sure.
1: Yeah, I, that global games, uh, that's pretty cool. When you get to represent the USA, and I, I assume they'll give you – some, uh, team USA type gear that you can put on how you, you think back to that Italy trip y'all took, was it Italy? Y'all went somewhere exotic, yes, uh, somewhere in yes, Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all didn't invite me. I think Ashley got to go on that one. But, um, <laughs> is that a, uh, it, how, in, how valuable can something like that be holding up in a foreign country Now in, in Canada? They obviously speak our language, although it sounds a little, a little different. Um, but what, how, what can that do uh, for a team? Does, can it sort of jumpstart the season when you get an opportunity to go play in something like that?
12: Most definitely, and that's why the NCAA only allows you one out of four years to do it, because it is a big advantage. It's an advantage. One, you get playing games and you get that experience. You get ten additional practices, so you get that experience. And then the other thing is you, 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 you're able to build and bond as a team. And that's something at the end of the day, uh, I know everyone, uh, 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 Top Gun, Maverick was a big movie this past weekend. And part of that, they're playing that football and it's called, what is it, dog fighting football? But that was part of team (laughs) bonding and building. And at the end of the day, you got to have teams that care for each other, love one another. They'll always compete and fight harder for each other. So, I mean, that's all part of it. When you're in a foreign country together, it makes you bond even more.
1: I didn't know you were going to make a Top Gun Maverick reference. I mean, I have to ask: Have you seen it yet? Or are you are you still waiting?
12: Oh yes, I have. So uh, I was a big <laughs> Top Gun fan, and uh, I, I liked the sequel. And you know, you got Top Gun Maverick, you got Road to Joy, the book. I mean, you can watch movies, you can read books. It's a great summer. Let's go.
1: Oh, oh my goodness! Now that was quite a plug there, tying you like tying that? your book into Top Gun Maverick. <laughs>
12: Well, well, oh I mean, Top Gun Maverick did only gross over $150 million or whatever this past, past weekend, so I know that was pretty popular. And the fact that you liked the book, The Road to Joy, and helped build Baylor basketball along with everyone else that came and supported us from winning years to the years uh, winning championships, uh, uh, excited to see everyone have an opportunity to relive and uh, uh, acknowledge some of those uh, uh, great accomplishments by uh, the people that helped build it.
1: Yeah, book signing, I uh, heard there were big lines and all of that, and uh, and so that was good. But Bookstore recently, I'm sure you'll be on some kind of uh, – you'll be at all those Canadian bookstores. You could have some sightings <laughs> while you are over there for this global uh, competition. And, uh, hey, last thing I had for you real quick, uh, Steve Rodriguez uh, announces his uh, resignation. I know he was a big supporter of your program, and I remember him showing up at a lot of games Thought you might want to uh, say a word about uh, about Steve and and uh, and what he was able to accomplish at Baylor as he uh, heads on in his next endeavor.
12: Yeah, third third winningest coach in Baylor history, and had seven great years. Did a great job in recruiting uh, uh, people that represented Baylor the right way. And I know all the coaches really enjoyed him, and uh, uh, really enjoyed uh, um, uh, Kim, his wife, and and his family. He had uh, uh, two children. One's playing baseball, uh, Baylor, and uh, a daughter that recently graduated. So um, uh, Coach Rodriguez uh, uh, will be successful wherever God moves him and puts him. And um, I know uh, 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 I I can speak for all the coaches out there. He's a great man and great friend, and we're all cheering for him.
1: All right, Scott, um, I appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to – visiting with you soon and thanks for kind of getting us pumped up i knew you would be fired up about this gonzaga matchup and i know it's been out there for a while we just didn't know the exact time and date and place and all that so uh we're we're very excited and i am looking at flights as we speak to south dakota have you looked at the temperatures by the way i'm curious what the average temperature is december 2nd in uh in this area of south dakota have you taken a peek or not
12: yeah, in the gym it's seventy-two and
1: sunny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, good. That was a, that was a good. <laughs> that's a good response. And by the way, congratulations to your daughter. Shout out to her, big time graduate. Uh, and uh, uh, and 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 so I know y'all. I saw y'all in some of the uh, prom activities that were taking place recently. And so congratulations. I saw something neat you put up on uh, social media. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's just really, really cool. And, um, I kinda, I kinda thought I might know where she would end up, but I'm glad, I'm glad it's come to fruition.
12: Yeah, We're really excited about her being a Baylor. And, uh, obviously, uh, uh, I know she'll be at all the games cheering us on. So that's a great thing, but appreciate you, Matt. Thank you very much. Also, do people get, do they get Marriott points if they stay at your winter home in South Dakota or how does that work?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> triple points if you stay at Mosley's place in the Dakotas, South Dakota. I may make. I may go see the dead gum. You know, Mount Rushmore. I'll make a big trip out of this. I may put a whole I junket can't, I together. I
12: Promise seventy two and at Mount Rushmore
1: though. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Matt. Thanks for having right. you. Do. You bet. There he goes. Scott Drew, the uh, head basketball coach at Baylor university as grant would say all right um we will continue to move on about our day and aaron and i will touch base with each other we'll either let you hear a little bit of matthew meyer i thought that was fun the other day we had an exclusive on matthew meyer or we'll continue to talk about baylor baseball kind of a choose your own adventure that is next this is the big 12 Buzz, a daily
6: look inside big 12 athletics here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, there are five Big 12 baseball teams headed into NCAA regional play later this week. Two of those five are hosting. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928.
3: If you like the Baylor gear John's wearing, check it out at the Baylor bookstore or 24-7 online at BaylorShop.com.
10: This is Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire inviting you to one of our camps this summer on the beautiful Baylor campus. We have seven different camps depending on your age and skill level with something for everyone. What a great time to tune up just before the school season begins. We have the kids camp for grades 1 through 6, June 20th through the 24th, two sessions of our Baylor experience camp for grades 7 through 12 June 4th and July 14th we have our all skills camp beginning on July 18th and our positions camp later that week or bundled together and come for both follow us on social media at Baylor volleyball or get the full details and register online at baylorbears.com Let's
3: rejoin John Morris for more of today's Spectrum Big 12 buzz, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Here's J-Mo with today's Spectrum Big 12 buzz.
10: The 0-2. Got him! Swinging! And you can unhitch the wagon! tonight it's oklahoma eight and texas one
6: toby Rowland with the call courtesy of the sooner sports network from learfield the oklahoma sooners swept through the big 12 tournament field winning four games over the five days in arlington to win the big 12 postseason tournament and earn the automatic bid to the ncaa tournament from the big 12 conference Despite winning the Big 12 tournament and finishing second during the regular season, Oklahoma not giving a host spot when the announcement was made yesterday. The Sooners headed to Gainesville, Florida, the regional hosted by the Gators. Oklahoma will open Friday against Liberty. Also from the Big 12, there are two hosting schools. Oklahoma State, the number seven national seed, hosting at O'Brain Stadium in Stillwater. The Cowboys will open Friday against Missouri State in Stillwater. And Texas, the number nine national seed. The Longhorns open at home against Air Force on Friday afternoon. Two other Big 12 schools in the NCAA tournament field. Texas Tech headed to Statesboro, Georgia, a regional hosted by Georgia Southern. Tech will open against Notre Dame on Friday afternoon. And TCU headed to College Station. The Frogs will open against Louisiana Lafayette on Friday. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought
4: to you by the Nietzsche Group. Since 1949, the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at NitscheGroup.com. With the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the TheNitscheGroup.com.
5: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Another sticky evening here in Central Texas. We'll see clouds increase overnight with lows dropping to 76 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies in the morning. Could see a sprinkle or two and then decreasing clouds in 93 by the afternoon. And on Thursday, a cold front moves through and partly to mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers and storms and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
3: Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for...
0: I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dooley. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat.
4: That's just because he goes to Pickup Outfitters.
0: Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad.
8: Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to Pickup Outfitters? Tune in again to the Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lakeyard Drive in Waco.
12: ham Realtor with Cole Baker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
3: Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com.
2: Fox Wednesday. Everybody has something to prove. These amazing chefs are getting a second chance to be number one.
9: You've come a long way, my friend.
2: When Gordon Ramsay brings
3: back finalists from the past on an all-new MasterChef. Back to win. Then, the competition critics call the show of the summer is finally back. So you think you can dance. Let's go. And it has everyone cheering. And stay tuned for Fox 44 News at 9. Your news now.
1: It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside, and that was really fun. Uh, Scott Drew uh, comes on the show, and and we had a lot to discuss there. And we talked about Matthew Meyer, and I was glad we got his take on this, uh, Scott's. But the other day, it was Friday, and I know a lot of you were already on vacation or grilling or doing something fun, and maybe you might have missed the Mosley Show. We wanted to let you sample a little bit of Matthew Meyer's appearance with us Friday because he came on and made his announcement of where he was going to transfer to, and we'll let you listen to that right now. It's Matt Mosley's show. Thank you to the Baylor Club. Thank you to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram. Love that Jeep Cherokee that I'm in out there. And you're a friend of the car business for so many years years and uh, our friend in the basketball business is Matthew Meyer and he has uh, been a great uh, friend to Baylor since he arrived from Austin Texas oh gosh it's now been about three or four years ago uh, he came into our lives and so Matthew I mean it's been like a therapy session I've been I don't know if you you don't get on Twitter that much but I've been kind of telling Baylor fans I've been explaining to them you know, sort of why this is happening and all of that, but uh, you know, Bear yep. fans are wanting to hear from you. You were part of the greatest moment in uh, Baylor athletics history with a national championship. Now you are transferring, <laughs> Matthew. How many how many uh, text messages like when you when you decided you were transferring and you narrowed it down? Have you been hearing a lot from your Baylor buddies uh, asking you what's going on?
13: Um, it's not so much my Baylor buddies, it's just a bunch of people that I don't really know. I've gotten <laughs> my, my blown up like crazy, but it's all good, that's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs>
1: that's right. Oh man, well Jeff Goodman has now put it out there of what you have it narrowed down to. First of all, let me ask you, what caused you, because we all thought you were head of the NBA, and you made the decision, which more people are deciding. I think this is not a bad thing for college basketball. But you made the decision to pull out of the NBA draft. What what drove uh, Matthew that decision? Because even two years ago, after the national championship, you were being touted as a uh, projected as a second round pick, and then you decided to come back to Baylor. Everybody was so excited. What what has caused you to decide? Hey, I think I'm going to play one more year of college basketball.
13: Um. Well, uh, I just I only played 15 minutes a game that year, so I felt like I had more to offer. Um. This year was it was somewhat similar. I played more like 23 minutes a game, and that was great. Uh, my shooting numbers were down, obviously, but I thought it made a huge impact on the defensive end. And then uh, the main factor of me coming back for a fifth year is I went to the combine. Um, I was actually kind of injured when I went to the combine. I had done a workout with a team, uh, like a week ago and I had kind of pulled something and I tried to make it through, but, um, unfortunately it was hurting too bad when I was trying to do the drills and stuff. So I, I just couldn't play. And, uh, you know, I, I think I still would have been drafted if I had stayed in the process, but, um, <clears throat> obviously with NIL, there's money to be made out there in college. And, uh, um, I love college basketball, clearly. I won't I won't leave, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matthew re- refuses to leave. Um, now, we wanted you back at, at Baylor. I mean, that would have been so exciting, but obviously Baylor had to make some choices, and you were thinking about uh, going to the NBA. I remember you saying after uh, we were celebrating that title, you said, you know, basically you kind of laughed and said, you know, you're not coming back. And so we kind of all had to have closure there. So all of this is very interesting. Now there is a report out there that you have um, you have already said to UNC that uh, that you're headed that direction. Uh, obviously talking about North Carolina. Is that uh, Matthew? Is that accurate?
13: That is false. Uh, there's a lot of people trying to be the first to a story. And then uh, if they happen to be right, then it seems like they had some sort of insider info and then they become the man. Uh, that's not true at all. Um, I don't know where people make these things up. But um, I, I did narrow down my list of four schools and they're all great schools. Um, a lot to consider. And, uh, you know, they all have such great qualities. But I actually have figured out what school I'm going to go to. And I'd love to say it on your show because you've been great to me for four years. So um, I'll just say right now, I'm committed to Illinois.
1: Oh, wow. All right. There, it there it is. Uh, Matthew Meyer has made his call and Brad Strickland, who used to be in the big 12 at Oklahoma state is in Illinois. Uh, that is a, uh, that is a fascinating and, and that is a really Uh, good. Uh, uh, Big Twelve, big you know Big Ten program. Uh, Matthew, thank you for doing that. I mean, that's uh that is uh exciting. You know, I have to admit that the Texas Tech thing was scaring me a little bit. The the thought of seeing (laughs) you twice a year in another uniform, I was not ready to embrace that. I can embrace, and I could even become an Illinois fan. Uh, with you doing that, so uh, I I really really appreciate you doing that. What um what what led you to decide on uh, on illinois
13: well there's a lot of factors that i can't emphasize enough like all the schools are so great like i was just making fun of that guy for leasing information that wasn't true about unc but unc was awesome to work with they were they've got so many great things they're obviously just in the championship um memphis i really like coach penny he's like a a pro coach um and uh but for me, it was just—it was mainly a conference issue. Uh, not that they're in a bad conference. I think their conference is actually underrated. But um, just in terms of getting on TV and getting seen as much as possible. And then um, Texas Tech, like I love the coaching staff over there. Mark Adams was so awesome. Like me and him were talking a lot. Um, if I were to say uh, what my second place team was, it was Texas Tech. But um, mm. uh, just because that, that staff was so awesome. And, uh, but Illinois ended up being the place for me. I wanted to go to a different conference. Um, I obviously didn't want to disrespect Coach Drew or Baylor in any way because I have have nothing but respect for everybody over there. Um, but I mean, Illinois, they've just, they've got everything. They've got, um, I was actually just in Illinois for, uh, for a month doing the, the pre draft stuff. So I know a lot about the state and, uh, they've got amazing facilities. Um, I know the NIL is good up there and we've got a team that I think could really shock some people. So it was, uh, it just looked like an awesome decision for me.
1: Well, that is really interesting. You spent time. I know a lot of that stuff happens in Chicago and, uh, in that program. And, uh, we've known some of their players. They've, uh, they've been headed in the right direction, man. And, and, you know, Matthew, you know, your college basketball history. If you think back to Bardo and, uh, and and Kendall Gill and Nick Anderson. I mean, Illinois used to be awesome, and and they've kind of been headed back in that direction. What what was it? You know, just when you kind of started studying that um, that roster, and and then that coach. You know, obviously he was, I guess, still in the Big Twelve when you got to Baylor. What was the uh, what was the separating factor? And I think that's really cool what you said about Scott. In, in, in the in the in the Baylor staff, I mean, you love Baylor. There's reasons for this that you're not coming back to Baylor. Uh, but I but what what was it you know about the your team your new teammates at Illinois that really stood out to you? Uh,
13: well, I obviously, know Terrence Shannon. He's a great player that I've been playing against since uh, I was a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's underrated. Uh, people kind of forget about him. It seems like, and when you're talking about some of the best players in the country, so. Um, but as far as the team, I mean, I could go on Dane Dangerous, obviously there. Sky Clark's going to be a top point guard. They've got, they've got a lot of talent. And, um, <clears throat> so I think, you know, I'm just going to go there and do my best. And it's a basketball school. Um, Big Ten is a great conference. It's right up there with the Big 12. Uh, I mean, really there, there wasn't anything I didn't like about it. Um, so it, it was, a it was, a I wouldn't say an easy decision, but it, it became apparent that that was what I wanted to do. Yeah, that
1: is, uh, that is really uh, a cool thing. Now, I, I, I have to ask you, what was your uh, conversation with uh, Scott Drew like? I mean, you all uh, obviously have a great relationship. You love this coaching staff. They've been there for you. What was uh, when you said, hey, I think this is best for me, was it, uh, Matthew, kind of a nice back and forth? Because Baylor thought you were going to the NBA. And that's what I've been telling our people. Hey, listen, you know, they were – they had to bring in some players to that are similar to Matthew in what they do. Uh, but what was the back and forth like with, with Baylor through all this?
13: Yeah. Uh, coach Drew's awesome. So it was great. Um, one of the things that was kind of interesting was I actually had to finish my degree still. I still have some classes left. And, um, so he actually pulled some strings and I'm able to still finish that out. And, uh, so I'm still actually in Waco doing classes until July 8th. And then um, I'll go out to Illinois. But that that just shows how great of a guy Coach Drew is. Like, even though he knows I'm going to a different school, he's still taking care of me. Like, we might play against them, and uh, it's just all love. So that that really shows what kind of people are at Baylor.
1: All right. Well, thank you for not going to Tech, even though, obviously, you like Tech. And uh, you'll be playing with one of those former Red Raiders and. Uh, uh, you know, Mark Adams does seem like a really uh, neat guy and everything. And then Memphis, I thought that was an interesting crew because, um, you know, Penny is a guy I don't even know if you're old enough to – you probably never remembered him playing, but yeah. he, he's a, he's an unbelievable. He was, a, he was one of those quick, shining stars in the NBA, and it snuffed out a little too quick. But, I mean, the yeah. – the little penny and all that stuff. I mean, that, when I was, when I was your age, Matthew, that was, that was huge. That was like almost like Jordan level stuff, little penny. Did, yeah. Now, did you go these last four, did you actually go to all those places and, and, and spend some time with those staffs or were you just, were you talking to some of those folks on the, on the phone?
13: It was all uh phone and zoom. That was all I did. Cause Like for me, it it wasn't so much about the facilities and seeing the campus. Like, it's kind of a business decision at this point because this is my career and, like, this is what I want to do professionally. So it's really just more about understanding what their program is about and the players on the team and what the coaches are about. So uh, just getting to know the people was more important to me.
1: Okay. And and what is the feedback you've gotten from uh, Illinois on and how they sort of view you? Is it similar to the role? Uh, you've been playing at Baylor over the last couple of years. Obviously, you're going to get more minutes than you did two years ago. But what is the um, – what's kind of the, the thought process and the feedback they've given you as far as their vision for you? Uh,
13: I think they just see me as an all-around guy, kind of like at Baylor. But uh, they want to really w- help me work on my body in a lot of ways. Um, and I think I'm going to be playing more of the three than the four because they're actually kind of a big team. Uh, which is totally fine. I played the three at Baylor too, but, um, yeah, I think, I think more, a little bit more guard oriented, a little bit more on the ball, um, and, uh, just trying to work on my body as much as possible, but probably somewhat similar role to Baylor, just, uh, you know, hopefully more minutes. All right.
1: Well, I mean, you're, uh, you're going to get to hang around and, and then now try to go for a national title at, uh, at Illinois, but, uh, Matthew, I think you'll know that Baylor fans will always love you, and even some misguided fans who don't quite understand this thing um, have to understand what is uh, what's the feedback. Uh, and obviously, you just made this big announcement. But what what have the Baylor guys like Flagler and, and all the guys that uh, you think so highly of? Um, you know, what what have the uh, JT? You know, Everyday John, the whole the whole uh, flow. What how have they been through all this? Have you kind of been in touch with those guys?
13: Yeah, they're great. I mean, those guys are my brothers. So, I mean, they understand what I'm doing. And uh, it's not like it hurts their feelings or anything. So, uh, you know, they just want what's best for me. And, uh, I mean, I'm I'm completely happy with them staying at Baylor. I think think Baylor's team is going to be amazing this year, just like last year and the year before. So, um, yeah, I mean, all the guys on the team are just so great.
1: All right. Do you have any – do you have any Illinois gear already? Are you uh, are you still waiting? Are they going to have to send you some?
13: Oh man, I didn't even know I was going to commit on your show. I committed like thirty minutes beforehand, and that was after I told you I was going to be on the show. So I had <laughs> no idea that I was going to have all this stuff to tell you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to do it for your show, man. So. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, we we need the ratings, uh, Matthew. OK, so I uh, I really do appreciate it. And uh, I hope somewhere the mullet brother, your other mullet brothers listening, I hope Jackson's out there and he's excited as well. Now, are we going to go with a, a new look at Illinois from a from a hairstyle standpoint or do you or uh, <laughs> are you going to kind of keep it? Uh, you go, you're going to uh, what are you going to are you going to still rock the mullet. What do you think?
13: Man, I already cleaned it up for the draft process. I don't have a mullet anymore, so Ooh, might be wow. professional mat No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Professional mat. I'm writing that down. Yeah. Does that include like almost like a crew cut, or is it just kind of a nice, <laughs> like what you'd go to church in kind of cut?
13: Yeah, one of those. I just pretty much cut off the back and didn't do anything else. But maybe the, the front is like a little bit shorter, but that's it.
1: All right, let's see. I'm gonna. I put this up on uh, Twitter as we were talking. I want to see what all the people are doing out there. All right, they're getting excited. As,
13: as I was talking to you, I did post it on Instagram, but I did it like one minute before. So I hope there's not already <laughs> a million stories out there. I wanted to do it like at the same time. You know,
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That is uh, that is good stuff. Even one of my buddies, who's like a big NFL draft guru, is. Uh, He's all excited, and he's been retweeting it. He must be. Yeah, he lives in Chicago, and I bet he went to Illinois. He's like a huge NFL draft guru. So uh, this, is, uh, this is exciting stuff. So I, I hope Baylor's great, and I hope Illinois is great. So the best-case scenario, Matthew, is that the Bears and the Illini meet uh, in the championship game, and that would be extremely weird. But that would also yep. make for a great story. And, uh, and I assume, by the way, that you were getting, like you said, you had that uh, thing you were fighting, the injury. Um, but I assume you were getting good feedback. The NBA people have always liked you. I think the great news is the NBA now seems more willing to have people, you know, to st- people are coming back to college. You saw the guy at Kentucky. I mean, he was the AP yep. player of the year. That does not happen. That hadn't happened right. in a long, long time. So I, I guess I guess the thing is, Matthew, you probably did see things like that happening and realize that maybe even your thought process six months ago, your thought process six months ago had changed a little bit to this point.
13: Yeah. Um, yeah man. Uh Sorry, I actually was looking at <laughs> all this stuff that everybody's doing, <laughs> and I missed
1: a question. <laughs> no, no, I was just talking about that Kentucky player, Nashibwe, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. who was the player of the I'm year in college sorry. basketball, and he's decided to come back. And so I think there was a thought, you know, it didn't No matter what, people thought they had to go at a certain time. And I think you kind of yeah. had that in your mind. Like, I think the way I felt like when we were talking in the past. You kind of had that sense you needed to go, like it was time. You know, you were at the age you had to go. And and the good news is, I don't think that necessarily is the case anymore. And i just kind of wondering if that's if that's accurate. What I'm saying is that kind of the feeling you got.
13: Well, for me, I think for most players, unless you're uh, probably a top ten pick or a lottery pick, something like that, your main goal is to, to get in the door, and and when you're in the door, to be ready. So like guys that are leaving early and being. Second round picks when uh, they could have stayed for a year or two more and developed. Uh, I think that hurts them in the long run because they might be out of the league in one or two years. And it's way harder to get back in the league than to get in the league from college. So, um, something that helps a lot is NIL. Uh, it makes it a lot more comfortable for players to want to stay because it doesn't feel like it's either, you know, rags or riches. It's like, I'm going to be good regardless and I can take my time if I want to. I can be sure when I go, I'm ready. So, uh, that's definitely helped me this year because uh, if it wasn't for that, I I might have left. Um, so it, it just help, I think it helps everybody uh, not feel so forced and they can choose on yeah. their own time.
1: Can you announce what your NIL deal is? Can you can you go ahead and give us that as well? <laughs>
13: do you uh, do you I, do you know yet? I, gotta, I do know, but I gotta I gotta talk to people. <laughs> to see what I'm like. I'm not trying to get you know people <laughs> mad at me. People talking about uh-uh. whatever on Twitter. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, well, obviously.
1: All right. Well, tap. Make sure you call that uh, that bar. Interesting interaction. So when you get off the phone with me here, text Barcott and just you know let him know you like him a lot. Nothing personal, and <laughs> and uh, so so he can feel okay about things because he has been very vocal in coming after you.
13: Yeah, for sure.
1: I'll definitely have to <laughs> shoot <him. laughs> All right, Matthew, thanks. We really appreciate it. Great visiting with you, and uh, that means a lot that you did that. And uh, we wish you the best of luck and look forward to talking to you soon.
13: Yeah, great talking to you, Matt.
1: There he goes, Matthew Meyer, joining us. And really fun interview we did on uh, Friday before the holiday weekend. And it was uh, it was great that he decided to do that right here on the Matt Mosley show there in Sexton. And we've got uh, the dismount coming up next. A couple more items wanted to share uh, involving Steve Rodriguez and uh, his time ending and the future of Baylor baseball. It's next in the dismount. Streaming. And
3: show podcast at centexsportsfan Since
8: nineteen forty three, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to twenty four inches in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com.
3: close the dismount with matt mosley is coming up on espn central texas espn radio
4: sports center i'm ward weint with your espn central texas sports center update brought to you by hurley benefit services Baylor baseball coach steve rodriguez announced his resignation after seven seasons as the bears head coach arizona cardinals cornerback jeff gladney Killed in a car accident yesterday morning outside of Dallas. He was 25. MCC baseball is out of the World Series, losing to the Cali Tigers 10 to 8. NBA Finals are set: Boston at Golden State. Game one Thursday night. Five teams from the Big 12 in the NCAA baseball tournament: Texas, TCU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State all made the tournament. Rangers trying to get to 500, hosting the Tampa Bay Rays tonight. 7:05 pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford softball in the 2A semifinals with Weimer this afternoon. And you can catch that game over on 104.9 FM. SportsCenter,
3: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Hey, if you want to listen to uh, some Crawford softball, uh, Ward White's on the call. They're playing Weimar right now. And they've got a 1-0 lead through five innings. They are through five innings. And, um, and so Crawford, which uh, obviously great in a lot of sports, but boy, softball, they have been so dominant. And uh, that that's still going on. And we will uh, kind of keep you posted. But on the star is where that is. And Aaron, if folks want to hear... The uh, completion of that game, Uh, 104.9, does that sound right to you, Aaron? That is correct. Okay. I think Aaron's happy with me and somewhat shocked when I get things (laughs) right like that. I was just preparing (laughs) to clean up that mess. (laughs) (laughs) Clean up on aisle nine. Mosley's trying to name stations. Mosley, you can hear Barfield out there. Mosley should have all these memorized. I like the star. I really do. 104.9. Love it. Um, It is the Matt Mosley Show ESPN Central Texas. Thank you to Scott Drew. Uh, Thank you to Matthew Meyer. Thank you to Matt Wilson. Nice job from Our Daily Bears. And uh, thank you for uh, everybody who's been a part of this one today. And shout out to uh, our man, Steve Rodriguez. I I, I like Steve a lot. He came to us from Pepperdine, worked his tail off. I thought brought in some some great young players some great bats. I mean, I you couldn't. I mean, Jerry, year after year, there were some unbelievable hitters in this lineup. So let's not act like he didn't bring talent in here. Now, do they need a new direction? Probably so. But uh, well, Steve did a great job, and I think he'll he'll do a great job moving forward. We appreciate him. We appreciate you. We will see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, Listen everybody.
3: Listen Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com
10: ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project founded in 1969 barnet contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build their services include